ladies and gentlemen, Tuka Rask is elite. And we're back. We wish we weren't. Honestly, it would be so much easier to not have to think about any of this. Rask retiring, Marshawn getting suspended, Bergeron's hurt, Grizzlick just got hurt in the game against Carolina. We're recording right at the start of the third period because that game's over. Um, what isn't going wrong for the Bruins? Uh, Trent Frederick is still... Uh... You know, the player you'd hope you'd get when you use a first-round pick. Yep, yep, yep. yep that's, that's all perfect. I mean, Connor Cliffin really just showing Excellent. how much of a player he is. Um, you know, if there's any positive, Vakaninen started skating again, so that's nice. Yeah. Granted, he, you know, came back and the Bruins are just on fire. But, and not in a good way. Uh, yeah, what a what a span of twenty four hours for the Bruins. I mean, even forty eight if you want to include Tuesday the Carolina game. Out great. Yeah, we were like, great. wow, this is all great. David Pasternak has two goals in the first period against the. Oh Penguins. my god, a hat trick! He's totally gonna get one. Yeah, had he watched, and and then. And then impression watch. <laughs> yeah. Then it was then it was just downhill. Literally the second the eight o'clock hour hit everyone's life changed for the worst. Yeah. Fluto <laughs> posted his article. Or I guess the Athletic posted it at eight oh four PM on Tuesday night. And uh everything everything went down since then. Like I think Heinen scored literally two minutes after that, and then he scored again like thirty seconds like later in the game. Like, uh, oh, everything, everything did. Let's just hurt Frederick Anderson. Wow. Of course they did. Typical. Typical. Suspend them all. Can't beat them. Kill them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Plus, like the cherry on top. Dan Heinen becoming a goal-scoring machine. Yeah, like, literally. Seriously? Like, and I mean, at that point, Marshawn hadn't even gotten himself self-suspended. Like, I <laughs> I no. posted... Um, Ooh, Felino ran over Anderson. Kind yeah. Of dove, but... I posted the tweet at 9.35 saying, cool, Bruins lose the game they should have won, Bergeron got hurt and left the game, and Rask reportedly retired, all within the span of a few hours. Fun times. And then I had to reply to it five minutes later saying, added Marshawn getting himself suspended. Because, um, yeah. I was ready for you to have to make another tweet below that one about something else happening. <laughs> yeah, like the 30 seconds left in the game after Marshawn just goes after Jari for no reason. Well, <laughs> no reason-ish. Oh, we got a goal challenge. That might actually count. Okay, so basically, the, now that we're recording, um, the Bruins are going to come back in this game, and you're going to get our live reactions. Um, Look at us. Trust me. Oh, wait, I got to see the replay. Let me get my... That's... Actually, I think that should be a good goal. Uh, uh, yes, he uh, runs goal into... Yes, he runs into Anderson, but I don't think Anderson can technically make a save on that. I mean, the only thing that doesn't help is that the puck hits Felino after. Oh, right before it's he not. Makes contact. Yeah, I don't know. I I would. I'm not gonna come back. Just give him the goal. Please. Yeah, just Felino please give Felino a goal. Come on, he needs it to somewhat make up for the con not somewhat make up for the contract, just to completely make up for the contract. But he needs more than just one. The vibes. Yeah. Um. Let's. Let's talk about two Rask. Oh, is he is he good? Uh, you might say that he's elite, or I might say that he's elite many times. Um, yeah, what what a career for Ask, and what an awful way for it to end. Like, really, just he tried so hard to come back from hip surgery. 
and you know he he played in four games, and it just it just wasn't the same, and kind of saw that he was hurting in those like last two it felt like, and then and then yeah he he retired. It just sucks. It's crazy. It feels like he just took over for Tim Thomas. Like, like, oh yeah, that was just like three or four years ago. Nope. Yeah, I... It's it's insane. I... Third all-time in the NHL in save percentage. Oh, oh, but that doesn't count. People on Twitter say that. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. That doesn't count. No. Having like a 925 career save percentage in the playoffs, that doesn't count. It's all Tuka's fault when they lost. Yeah, yep, everything. Yeah, Grizzly scores for two minutes left. Oh. All Tuka's fault. Yeah, I... I I don't even want to have to focus on all of the... Negativity Negatives. from the There's plenty to go around later. Yeah, from the absolute idiots that never appreciated yeah. the best goalie in Bruins franchise history. Yeah. And now I think I know your answer here, but I'll phrase it as a question. Mm-hmm. Is number 40 retired by the Bruins? If it isn't, I will be shocked. Same. And people were saying, oh, he didn't win a cup, so no. And it's like, okay, well then let's take down Cam Neely's retired number. Let's take down Raymond let's take Borg's down Ray number. Borg's, yeah. yeah. Come on now. That's like... like... <laughs> the Bruins have been a team for uh, 98 years. They have six cups. A lot of your good sure. players are not going to win a cup. <laughs> Especially yeah. now in a 32-team league. Like, there are so many good players who have just never won cups. Yeah, like, like, are we taking stuff away now from Lundqvist because he didn't win a cup? Is he not that good anymore? Should Durant just take down his number? Yep. Oh, wait, we, we only apply this standard to Tuka Rask. Yeah, because, like, why Why would we ever... Poor Allmark, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Christ. torture chamber out there, I'm sorry. Man. <laughs> it's five nothing. Yep. And Aho celebrated that goal like it was a playoff goal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's so absurd. Like Ron Hextall never won a cup. Mika Kiprusov never won a cup. Curtis Joseph never won a cup. Henrik Lundqvist never won a cup. Roberto Luongo never won a cup. Does that mean they suck? No. Yes. Okay. It happens. Because whether it's because of maybe sometimes it's the goalie in the finals. Like, you know, Luongo in Boston in those finals, you can you can kind of put some of those games on him. But Game 7, you can't put on Luongo. The team didn't score a goal for him. Obviously, Tim Thomas had an insane run. But it's not the fault of the goalie there. In the same way that it's not the fault of Rask for losing game seven to the blues is some of it on them yeah sure but it's on the entire team because you know that's how this sport works it's it's a it's a team sport you know he was one game away from having a playoff run that was remembered just as special if not more than Tim thomas's 2011 that's such an uh, overlooked thing and People like to think the Bruins might have played well in Game 7 against the Blues because of that first period, which, yes, they were good for like the first 13 minutes of that first period. Mm-hmm. But then they completely stopped playing, and Brad Martian went for line changes, and we were born. Yep. But, yeah, so you can't fully just look at a cup or lack thereof as a starter and say, nope, immediately, nope, we're shutting off all conversation. Yeah, stupid. It's yeah. it's beyond stupid. But like you said, let's let's shift to the positives. I well, we've, I right we've... right before we hopped that, I do have one okay. thing. Um, Tucker Boynton on Twitter brought it up earlier, which was just like a weird little stat, but it also you know kind of helps. Uh, so since Rask's rookie year, the goalie in the Stanley Cup Finals with the higher save percentage has won eight 
of the last 12 years. So the better goalie, at least, you know, solely just by save percentage, it's not it's not advanced stats by any means, so the old men can't get mad at that. Um, and Rask accounts for two of the four uh, times when the better goalie didn't win, yeah. which was 2013 and 2019. Wow. Thanks for telling and that's in years we and that's remember. yeah and that's in the Stanley Cup Finals. That's not just the playoffs overall, you know. Like Rask was better than Bennington. It's just you know Bennington was better in Game Seven, and the Bruins just did not produce offense. Yeah, but we can focus on the good. There's good. There's there's good. There's actually good things to talk about. I could oh well, I was I, I was about. just gonna say the good things about Rask and everything. You know, not thinking oh, about everyone. I thought, just... we were gonna, I thought we were gonna talk good things for a second. I don't think there are any good things to talk about. Um, but yeah, Vesna Trophy in 2014. Uh, shared the Jennings with Halak in the pandemic-shortened 2019-20 season. Went to the All-Star game, like, twice, but, I mean, it's the NHL, so the All-Star game mean, means next to nothing. Um, won a bronze with Team Finland and Sochi. Um, what, what can you say? Just one of the most consistent goalies, one of, if not the most consistent goalies of this generation. Like I think that's fair to say. He has a nine twenty one career fair. save percentage and he and he played for thirteen years. Like you see guys like Carey Price who it's like yeah, they like he has down years where Rask, like the worst year he had was twenty eighteen nineteen, which was a nine twelve save percentage, which is still above league average. Like Dude's good. Dude was good. Can't complain. It's also funny that the regular season in which he had his lowest save percentage, he then, you know, had a 934 save percentage in the playoffs and took the Bruins to the cup finals. Yeah. So. He was .001 away from being tied for the best save percentage in league history. Minimum 200 games. Yep. Like, that's unbelievable. And you know, we a lot of people, and you know, there's a lot more, you know, people who understand how good Rask is, and there are people who don't. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like we just, you know, we got so used to having Tuca be Tuca that we really probably didn't appreciate him as much as we should have, even when we were appreciating him and applauding yep. him and saying how good he is. Because, you know, to go from Tim Thomas, who had several great years yep. like seamlessly into Tuca. that is such a rarity that you go one off season to the next illegally to illegally yeah and... and you don't even miss a beat and you know people have the fascination with tim thomas because of the cup i get it but come on critically think just a little bit come yeah. on you can do it yeah, it the from Thomas to Rask just just reminds me of um, Favre to Rogers. Like oh, well. you're you're get because that's that's all I've been thinking about lately. Because you know, with the Packers, Rogers probably I mean, Brady to Mac Jones, right? Oh yeah, totally. Like <laughs> Rogers probably on his way out this season oh, wait, or Cam next. Just a little, yeah, flip in there. Yeah, Rogers I, on his way out. Rask is now gone. <laughs> like both of the, like both the Packers and the Bruins, who are basically my main two teams, are like, yeah, this is basically the end. We're about to start sucking for a while. <laughs> I'm like, great, this is gonna be fun. Can't wait. Yeah. Smile and wave. <laughs> yeah. It's it's such. It's such a shame that he never did win a cup as a starter, but Absolutely. I can't fault him for that, just like how I can't fault Henrik Lundqvist for that. Like, 
it's it's not it's not the goalie's fault in either of their cases. So, well, by all this logic, Pat Maroon's fourteen is gonna be honored league wide, and no one's gonna be able to ever wear fourteen again. Yeah, and Matt Murray, same thing there. One, hey, he, won, he won two and two. No more of that too. Yep. Every. Yeah, it's it's just such a stupid thing to judge players by how many Stanley Cups they've won. It's it never makes sense. Like I I it's base it's because Boston fans also are just used to Brady. You guys got spoiled to death. Dude won six Super Bowls with the Pats. Like, sorry, you got completely spoiled. Brady is like one of the most outlier players in any sports history. Like, no one dominates championships like like he did. Like, unless you go back to, like, Bill Russell <laughs> so many years ago, which, you know, still Boston, but um, it's just... Hey, you and I compl- can complain about the Bruins not winning a championship because we don't have the Patriots and Red Sox. We don't like them like these <laughs> other fans do. It's yeah. spoiled almost every other year, if not every every year. Oh, yeah. Mark, thank you for yourself. Nice, nice save. Nice save, buddy. It means nothing, but nice save. I, I like... You realized he had to really get a stoppage, otherwise they were going to get five other grade-A chances yeah. in the span of five seconds. Can I just say, I don't want to watch Connor Clifton ever play hockey again. Is that is that rude? Is that too far? No, I don't think so. Like, I... My, like, I don't know, policy with like criticizing <laughs> players i don't know what the right way to put it is your return policy okay yeah yeah my uh my terms and conditions uh with players don't read them like yeah obviously you're completely fine to criticize players just like don't be um a complete asshole about it and saying i don't want to see clifton ever play again i don't think is is too bad like there's there's some times where people just go in on players for no reason. I'm just like, why? Like, and I'm not even just talking about Bruins fans. I'm just talking about like I've seen Wild fans do it a bunch with like their own players. Which granted, they also do it with other players. Now that we've seen that, but it's just like, <sighs> yeah. I I'm just tired of Clifton too. Don't worry. I <laughs> I. I don't want to see him ever play with the Bruins again. Um, I just well, you're in luck because he signed through next season. Too, yeah, so. he ain't going anywhere. Why can that why couldn't Seattle have picked him? Society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh man. All right. Should we discuss Patrice? I I think stuff? we can. I think we can discuss. Patrice. Thank you, Tuka. Love you, Tuca. Hope you're okay. Yeah, that must... Uh, quickly, that must suck. He he worked so hard to come back in such a short amount of time from that hip surgery and just to have it fail on him. Yep. But good on him for not, you know, continually trying to do that and further mm-hmm. injuring himself, maybe setting him up for uh, more pain. So, yeah. you know, sometimes it's hard to accept that it's time to walk away, but... Yeah, I I, rem- I watched like his press conference after the playoffs ended, um, like last season. Like I went back and watched it yesterday, and like at like at he was asked a question where it's like you know what's your plan in the future? It's like yeah you know I'll like I'll try to get back looking at January or February, you know hopefully I can come back and still be Just effective. Like yeah, <laughs> and then it was like but you know maybe I come back and I just. I just don't feel great and have to call it quits. And, you know, that's a possibility. And yeah, like, I think he knew all along that, you know, obviously that could be the case. Like we all knew all along that that could be the case. It's hip surgery for a 34 year old goalie that had like a set six, seven month recovery timeline. Yeah. We knew there was a chance he wasn't going to come back, but to see him like actually come back into games and then like oh but he doesn't care oh yeah no he doesn't care he quits on the team he sucks <laughs> yeah 
I Funny, no matter what aspect of Rask we talk about, there's always like a clap back to the people who are stupid and make up stupid arguments of why they hate him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's an example for everything. Yeah. Man. Oh, the Bruins threatening power play is out there. Oh, they're so going to score with the DeBrusque, Coyle, Pasternak, Hall, McAvoy, which like that's not an awful unit, but not a bad second. it uh-huh. it hurts without <laughs> Marshawn and Bergeron. This whole team hurts without Marshawn and Bergeron. If there was ever a we case without Marshawn yeah, if there was ever a case for Bergeron for Selkie and Marshawn for Hart, there you go. <laughs> I mean, there's obviously a bigger case. Like, Bergeron's literally having the best defensive season of his career. What was that? Oh, my God. <laughs> no penalty, though. Um, yeah, yeah so Bergeron's literally having the best defensive season of his career. Marshawn's just still so good. Um, but you know, without them... And it's funny, though. Team is yeah. something. Sorry. Um, <laughs> people are saying that this, like, should be the end of Marshan's heart bid, which I guess in a way I understand, but it shouldn't because if they continue to lose these games without him, that shows how important he is to the team. Yeah. But isn't that the whole point of the award? But we all know that the voters are never gonna vote for him. Oh. I mean Elliot Friedman right. said he would. But uh I don't know how many <laughs> writers share the same opinion. So hey, we live in a society where Tom Wilson's an all-star. Yeah, it's just like the like Chicago Bears writer that came out and was like, "Yeah, no, I'm not voting Aaron Rodgers for MVP." And I'm like, I don't blame him. (laughs) Shut up, Mike McCarthy is more deserving. Oh, true. Yeah. No, everyone on the Packers special teams is more deserving, actually. Uh, anyways, um, yeah. So Bergeron. I uh, got yeah, slew foot by Crosby. Yeah. Uh, went oh, to the boards hard. And, foot. well, I think it is a slew foot. I just don't think it was intentional. Like, it it was tripping or a slew foot, something like that. I don't think sure. it was intentional because... They're good friends. They, I don't think Crosby would intentionally do that, but he has done things in the past yeah. that are... I, yeah. It just seemed better. like an unfortunate just little collision, and then... Yeah, I mean Bergeron's fine if he doesn't smack his head off the boards too. So like, yeah, unfortunate trajectory maybe, but I think there definitely should have been a penalty on the play, which I think is why they gave uh, Crosby the roughing penalty right after. Yeah, but like, talk about <sighs> just all right. I'm gonna say it. It's contract year. We know this. He's been open about not sure if he wants to play. For a player who already has had many concussions, if he does have a concussion here, I think that worsens his wanting to play next year. Yeah. And it's understandable. I'm not saying it's not. It's completely understandable, but it just sucks for us. (laughs) Yeah, it sucks that we wouldn't be able to see Bergeron again. But, yeah, yeah, we got to hope. Well, one, hope it's not a concussion, but Sweeney saying, like Sweeney not confirming it's not, you know, you don't want to assume, but not confirming that it's not a concussion, you know, kind of tells you the inverse, you know? Oh, we'll look see. at you popping out the big words. Yep, totally. Yep. <laughs> okay. And yeah, like you said, the head laceration for Bergeron or whatever it was, you know, so that's also something, but. Yeah, if it's a concussion, worsens his chances for coming back next year. And who knows how long he's going to be out this year anyways. Right now. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, it's, so, it's so weird, like, watching this game. Because, like, yeah, it, in theory, it's like a quote-unquote sneak peek of what the Bruins will look like soon. But, I mean, it's not like they have many prospects that... You're like, oh yeah, no, they'll they'll be in the lineup then. Like, Beecher. There's no hope. That's what you're saying. Uh, is is Beecher gonna be there? Is Lysel gonna be there? Why does Beecher remind me of uh, Trent Frederick? 
because uh, they are the center, exact same center. situations because they're just uh, power forwards that the Bruins just take because they're a guy that's going to be for sure in the lineup instead of taking shots on players like they did with Lysel. Like, I've never understood that, like, you have the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round. You have free agency for just guys you can stick in, like, the middle to bottom six. I don't know why you need to draft, like, these power forwards that are never really ranked that high where you draft them. Like, man, Debrinkat being there still, oh, it's so annoying. But we we have so many other days to go in on the Bruins draft. That's that's not an issue. But let me just say real quick for a powerhouse Michigan team, I'm not sure what their lines are. John Beecher's eight points in 21 games. Yeah, I believe he's playing. I want to. The last I saw, he was playing third line. But don't quote me on that. I will absolutely quote you on that. Oh, okay, perfect. I'm trying to. I'm scrolling through the Michigan. Twitter page, but I just can't find it. So we can we can move on. Yeah, I remember seeing some sort of uh, post about Beecher recently as well, but I I can't yeah. find it quickly. But it's not you know. Oh, okay. Uh. Yeah, Beecher is their third line center. Yeah. Yeah, he. It just seems like he'll be a guy, maybe you know, bottom six, like playing that third line, which like that's not bad, but For sure you need the draft to pay off, and you need some highly skilled players. And I mean, we we don't even know for sure if Lysel is going to be that. I mean, obviously, but he's kind of like the only oh, hope right the Bruins. now. He won't be. Yeah, I feel like the Bruins always do better it's with thirty-two points in twenty-eight games, though. Yeah. For Lysel. What a guy. WHL. Yeah. Uh, really, though, this is just making uh, the lack of center depth even even bigger. And, like, yeah, the Bruins have centers and, like, NHL-level centers. Coyle, Hala, <laughs> Nosek. Fun. But, you know, when you're really trying to win the cup, you might... You might want you might want some more. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, then from Bergeron, we have the other half of sixty three and thirty seven. Brad Marchand oh, suspended okay, six games for, for I don't know roughing and high sticking. I don't know what they called it. He deserved that suspension. There is no doubt in my mind that he deserved, deserved that suspension. Mention. But consistency. Show it. Anyone else does that, and it's probably like one game's one game or a fine. So like, yes, there should be more of a penalty for repeat offenders. In theory, if the NHL would have forced that, you know, but not caring about Tom Wilson ruining the Rangers. Like, Marshawn deserved probably... I'd say three at two, most. Two or three? I'll say. That's what I would give him. And that's not on a biased perspective. He didn't do anything egregious. Jari is fine. Like... He was... After the game, Jari was like, yeah, heat of the moment, you know, heat of the competition, stuff happens. Yeah. And he got Penguins fans bursting a blood vessel. Yeah. Yeah, that was the thing. It's like, Jari's not even hurt. Why are you, like, so completely upset? And I oh, you almost had your Debrusque projection. I know. Um, <laughs> and like, I'm like nothing that I'm about to say is like, oh, so Martian was completely justified doing what he doing what he did. But did you see the the swing that Jari took at Coil's midsection? Oh yeah. That's not just a typical player in front of you. You're gonna nudge him. You're gonna hit him a little. That was full on with the blade of his goalie stick. He whacked him in the midsection. Could have been below the belt, could have been above the belt. I'm not sure. Obviously, Coyle didn't react, so it didn't hurt him too bad, but... He didn't react I like Marshawn did. was right there watching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Marshawn was right there watching. I think he saw that. 
And then clearly when he covers the puck, Jari that is, you can see that he turns to Martian and says something. And to... <laughs> I just It's not as gruesome and nasty as people are making out to be. Yeah. You know, if that was if that was Marchand taking a swing at another player like that, we're talking about a suspension for him doing that. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. And and again, that doesn't make Marchand okay for I mean, the punch was stupid enough, but then going at him with your stick like that, that's beyond yeah. words stupid. There's no justifying that. Like you know, we're all pissed at Marshall. Like, yeah, the the punch is like Okay, well that was stupid. Come on, but then I, I saw him go back at him with the stick. I was hoping he's gonna like try to grab his jersey and like pull him, like try to get him to fight or something. Then I'm like, what the what the fuck was that? Yeah. And everyone knew that that was gonna be a suspension because of that. And yep. yes, he deserved it. Did he deserve six games? No, I think that's absolutely overkilled. You see what they do? Marcus Foligno needs someone in the head the other night and got two games. Yeah. Yeah. Like I hate like. Well, no. It. When a player is injured, it needs to be more. Yes, absolutely. And obviously, like, Marshawn, he's a repeat offender, so he's going to get more just because he's done a lot of stuff. But no one was injured on this play. Meanwhile, yeah, you have Adam Lowry literally kneeing a guy in the head. And he got two games. He was kneed in the head. (laughs) He He got a third for that. or He got a third of Marshawn's suspension for... He got a third round pick. Yeah, he got a third round pick. Honestly, they probably would. They would take the Bruins third and give it to the Wild. I don't know. I I just and yeah, you made a great point. You know, like this whole repeat offender and you know creating a system that's based on you know kind of like a knockoff three strikes and you're out type thing in terms of yeah. severity, but like. You know, we look earlier. What, it was in January when Hathaway hit Marshand, and then just a, and then a week later, he's hitting someone else from behind into the boards. And yep, no fines, no anything. Or all of Subban's foots that he never got anything for. Too, and and even McDavid in the last two or three seasons, he's had two headshots. If yep. he's suspended for those two, we have a different perception of McDavid. But because he doesn't, now we view him as some player that doesn't even hit. You know, yep. and I don't. Obviously, McDavid's not a not a power forward by any stretch but like these perceptions of players and you know this whole fog of repeat offender and oh he's a dirty player is severely muddied from the lack of consistency and overall intelligence from the department of player safety and no matter what that's got to be fixed and i'm not saying that because you know, because it's Brad Marchand getting the, the short end of the stick. It's a whole league-wide thing, and it's it's inexcusable at this point. You know, we it's become just a running gag of, oh, the, the player safety. Oh, they're going to spin, the, spin wheel. the wheel this time. What's yep. going to happen? And, you know, it's way above my... Uh, my knowledge and pay scale to figure out how they fix it, but mm-hmm. they and you can't get into punishing everything. You can't punish everything because I'm sure there's a finable play in every game. Oh, absolutely. But the egregious ones need to be called, and they need to be fined or suspended. And there's just no way you can continue with this uh, repeat offender thing until you. Until you sort yourself Until out. you actually set a standard. Because I remember last season when we were talking about the whole Tom Wilson versus the Rangers thing. I suggested the NHL, player safety, in the offseason, they need to take a bunch of plays that were suspensions, weren't suspensions, lay them all out, put them in a massive video, and say, okay... This is what the suspension for this play should have been. Okay, here is one that we of the same type, like boarding, hit to the head or whatever, that we think is worse. This is how much this should be. And then you have an exact standard and exact plays, real plays, to compare anything else in the future to. And then 
we can say, okay, based on this standard, it is that. Maybe they have, you know, maybe if they did that, their standard would be wrong. Okay, and like too much, whatever, at least it would be some sort of standard and we would get any sort of consistency. Because that's the thing. If they stay consistent, it is completely fine. Marshawn deserved that suspension. Marshawn deserved the suspension for the slew foot earlier this season. P.K. Subban deserved the slew foot for suspensions earlier this season. Yanni Gore deserved a suspension for boarding Vac a few games ago. Yeah, I can go on and on. Talk about that. It's just, there's. All right, let's see here, real quick. Um, last season. So, Tom Wilson was. <laughs> trying to find when he hit. Do we remember when he hit Carlo? Uh, um, March the 5th. Yes, he was. Joe Burrow named. He was 22 games removed from headshotting Carlo. Mm-hmm. I, he sent him to the hospital, didn't he? Or if I uh, yes. maybe am misremembering that, I can't remember. But it's been so many Tom Wilson incidents. How can you keep track? Yep. But 22 games removed from that, he does that, which, in my opinion, him punching who was oh my god on the Rangers, Buchnevich, uh, his yes. head into the ice is much worse than Marshan punching Jari there. Both are shitty, and both should oh, be, yeah. you know... They shouldn't be allowed. But, like, that's n- <laughs> But player safety-wise... And he throws Panarin down by the hair, and, like, that's altogether $5,000. And then the Rangers got fined, what, a quarter million? Yep. For speaking out? Oh, my goodness. And, you know, your idea is perfectly logical, but that would require the Department of Player Safety and the National Hockey League as a whole to admit when they're wrong and to have some kind of, you know, ability to admit, hey, we're screwing this up. Let's try to make a better product. I mean, maybe... the rant we went on there. Yeah. Oh, it's 6 nothing. I mean, hey, maybe the NHL, they just really like the impressions that they get on the player safety account. You know, maybe maybe they're just doing it for the views, you know? <laughs> That's the only explanation. <laughs> they're just doing it for the clout. Yeah. NHL player safety, bunch of clout chasers. For the lols. Yeah, just because. Just to be fun and quirky. Oh, it's absurd. Um, Let's... Where do we go from here? Um, it's six nothing. Carolina's up six nothing on the Bruins. There's four minutes left. The game's been over since the first period. I mean, it technically wasn't, but we knew it wasn't going to be. A win. We knew one goal was enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's been like three weeks since we actually last recorded. Uh, obviously, the All Star break was in between then. Uh, did you watch the All Star game? I watched five minutes of the Atlantic versus Central. I don't. I, I, yeah, <laughs> just shows how. Yep. In... <laughs> I was the exact same. I watched five minutes. Then I was like, okay, well, I could be doing anything else here. Yeah, I. I was just like, there's, there's no point. Like it's <laughs> the skills competition. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't atrocious. But it was still just like mad that that uh that thing in the Bellagio fountain that stuff that that was just awful. There they needed music or something there. Like the players just <laughs> tossed pucks in silence, and it was pre-recorded too. So like you easily could have done anything else to add some sort of atmosphere to it. But no, they just made it silent. Like at least the. The um, blackjack game, like at least that was like a little more, yeah, interesting. But, and I mean, obviously the breakaway challenge, like Zegers had fun. Um, Petrangelo <laughs> was given a false win again. Yeah, shocker. Man, Bruins oh, really should have signed him. Um, Kasha just got hit and he left the game. Oh my god. Was I'm it a bad you. hit? Okay. I can't tell. It right. looks like Zadorov caught him high. 
but it's also the height difference. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's that's a big hit. Um, oh, his helmet went flying. I can't tell if there's a... There, Ooh, that's, that's a shoulder cool. to the head. That's not good. Man. Oof, that's Man, sucks. I mentioned... We were just talking I mentioned about him, yeah. Right, right before we started. Uh, yeah, because I opened Twitter and I saw a Leafs fan say, the one time we don't have Wayne Simmons... I was like, uh-oh, what happened this time? Yeah. I was like, oh no, not him! <laughs> oh no, it's the one we care about! <laughs> yeah. I guess one of the two, because obviously we also care about Nick Ritchie. Um, Legend. Yeah. Um, God. Well? Just a quick David um, Krejci update. Um, oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. So, currently, you know, pause in terms of games played in the Czech League, because he's at 36 points in 42 games. Uh, but now he's at the Olympics, had a little COVID scare or, or something, but he played uh, Czechia's first game. It's weird to call them Czechia, not the Czech Republic. Um, but yeah, That's played true. in Czechia's oh. first game, and, uh, well, the Czech Republic lost, but... <laughs> so Krejci didn't have a point. But hopefully, you know, if there's, if there's anyone I want to win... That isn't Canada. I, I I would I would not complain about Czechia. I mean, I, well, actually, realistically, go China. That would be really funny. Um, but that's also not going to happen. Imagine that would be the most rigged games in the history. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> no. Next next thing we know, the games are in Russia. And wait, if the games are in Russia, would they still have to be called the Russian Olympic Committee? <laughs> Instead of actually Russia. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, but yeah, so... Oh, go. No, I was just going to say, so what the hell do we talk about now? We, we got the well, majority of the negativity out. <laughs> we got our yeah. rants through. Yeah, I was I was just going to mention... Yeah, so the men's... Um, men's hockey at the Olympics uh, started, like, literally, I guess, yesterday. Uh, and the women's has been going for a while now. Uh, you know, Team Canada, they play their quarterfinal matchup tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. I'm not sure when the U.S. plays. But I know that for men's, Canada-U.S. plays tomorrow, which is Friday, at 11 Eastern. Which, I mean, I'm definitely going to watch. I have no idea what's going to happen there, because neither team is good. But, <laughs> you know. At least I can cheer Owen Power on. And Daniel Winnick and Eric Stahl. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Other than that, uh, there basically wasn't much else. Uh, Tom Brady retired, which was kind of Thank notable. God. And can I just say, um, like, I was like, I kind of thought this after Brady retired, and then I definitely thought this after Rask retired. Uh, can at, can reporters not leak that? Like, can they let, like, long-tenured iconic athletes just, like, go out on their own accord? Imagine the power, though, of, like, hitting tweet there. Yeah, it's like, like hey, I'm this dude's gone. I mean, yeah, world. Schefter doing, saying Brady's retiring is, like, massive, but I... And I know, yeah, it's their job, and they're going to get so many impressions for that. But, you know, you could just, like, not. <laughs> uh, it, it might be naive, but, like, you really could just not, and you could just be nice to the player and just, like, let them let them go out of their own. Handle their own business? Yeah. Yeah, you know. Like, if I somehow had inside sources that, that, that said Bergeron would retire, maybe I would tell, like, you... Or, like, a few would, people that care, yeah. but I wouldn't go and post my paywall-locked article to say, hey, this dude's retiring. Subscribe now. We are also <laughs> we also have a nice deal going on where you can subscribe for 10% off. Yeah, just use code TUCASUCKS. Oh, damn. Oh, no, sorry, Clip that's, that. that's, for, that. that's, for, that. that's for, uh, NBCS Boston. Assuming that's where oh. Haggerty still works. Uh, All right. So I just pulled up cap friendly GM trades real oh, quick because okay. I want to yep. see. Uh, uh, yeah, let's do a few. 
a Bruins fan created this one and entitled it My Thoughts During This Game. Alright? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Jake DeBrusque in a third to Winnipeg for Brendan Dillon. Mm, okay, I, I, yeah, Mike, okay, I don't hate that. Mike Riley and a sixth to the Islanders for a third. Um, uh, Dean Kukan, 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 I think, to the Bruins for a fifth, and then oh, Stanika Senishin Moore a first and a fourth to Seattle for Yanni Gord and Marcus Johansson. Um, that's funny. I was thinking the other day when Seattle was in Boston, like. Imagine they did, like, get him back <laughs> with Coyle. I mean, but... like, I don't hate... Uh, I don't know about Gord. Um, I don't even know how... Let me see if I have the... If I can get the JFresh stuff up. Because that's stuff we've been oh, meaning yeah. to check out. We just haven't. Yeah, I don't know. I Like, I don't hate... I feel like moving Riley is still stupid. Um... I don't know about. I mean, DeBrusque or Dylan, I don't hate. Uh, Dean Kukin, that's okay, sure. And then, eh, Gord. Like, I wouldn't mind Gord and Johansson, I mean, sure, but I don't know. I feel like if, if you're going out to get players, you're, you should be going for Giroux or Hurdle. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, do you have another one, or are you still trying to pull up Jay Fresh? Hey. I was trying to pull up Jay Fresh, okay. but I couldn't because I have to request access for the Google Sheets oh. for the newer ones. Um, this guy. Oh, it's actually the same creator, so he took a second, took a second swing at this. All right. Oh God. Stadnika Moore and two firsts to the Vancouver Canucks for oh. JT Miller. Uh, I'm not paying two firsts. Sorry. I mean, I'm Mike obviously Riley not. To the but... Islanders for a third. Um, okay. And you get to keep the third, the sixth. <laughs> okay. It's not needed. What's okay, next? well, this person doesn't realize that Duncan Keith is out for two to four weeks, but DeBrusque, a third and a fourth for Duncan Keith. So, 1.5 million retained. So, this dude is uh, super adamant on getting rid of Mike Riley and the guy he wants to replace Mike Riley with is 37 year old Duncan Keith no like I know I know Riley has defensive breakdowns but Carlo does too like a lot of guys on the Bruins defense are not having good years I don't think trading Riley who at least can make up for it offensively is is the move here and especially you just signed him so he's not getting moved like it he's just not <laughs> here's one uh mike riley nick felino zach senishin a first and a third to the flyers for claude Giroux. that's Why just i ev- want felino or riley that's ju- yeah that's just someone being like i want it i want the bruins to get rid of these players and i want claude Giroux. <laughs> like that's that's all that is. Eh. Uh, DeBrusque a second and a fourth to Seattle for Vince Dunn. Uh, that's too much for Dunn. And Sorry. here's our last one. It is entitled "If Patrice is Done." Oh Lord. Okay. So they have the Bruins signing in free agency. Oh, oh my God, this gets. Oh, this gets interesting. Thomas Hurdle. Tomas Hurdle. Oh my Hurdle. god, okay. Seven years. Eight million per. Alright. Frank Vetrano. <laughs> three years, two point seven five mil per. Okay. Which I mean that's Vetrano's turned actually out to be not terrible. I don't even know what his stats are, but I know he actually scores goals, which you know, half the Bruins can't. Okay, he's got eight goals on the year. He started out good. Now he sucks. It maybe doesn't suck, but and Curtis Lazar, they got him re-signing, you know, two years, nine hundred K per year. That's fine. And then for our fourth and final unrestricted free agent signing. Nazem Kadri, four years, six point five million per. He's uh he's gonna make way more than that. <laughs> yeah. 
and also I, I yeah I don't want him. I, it's it reads but they have DeBrus getting traded away to Montreal for a third round pick. That's yeah okay. I don't think Kadri ever signs here. Um, no, like it just and then they got Mike Riley to to Edmonton for a fourth and Nick Foligno just anywhere for anything. That's oh literally God. what it says. I don't think you can get someone to take Nick Foligno unless it's Arizona needing to hit the cap floor. Oh wait, he's got a no movement clause. We can't... Yeah, he's not going to want to get moved. Uh... And go join Louis Erickson if he wants in yeah. a, in a university arena. <laughs> So then we've got the lines. Marshawn Hurdle Pasta. Paul Kadri Smith. Okay. Paula Coyle Vetrano. Frederick Nosiklas. I mean, hey, it's it's a nice lineup. It's just not realistic. <laughs> like You mean Nazem Kadri? <laughs> just, <laughs> just looking at Charlie Coyle making five point two five and then Nazem Kadri six point five. It's, it's kind of funny. I have to laugh. I have to laugh. Yeah. Man. I mean, hey, the reason we do cap-friendly trades is to not think laugh. about... Uh, yeah. Not ha- not for uh, us have to be funny. We can just have other people be funny, and then, you know, we can just write off that. Uh, Super Bowl prediction. Give it right now. Who's winning? Bengals, Rams. Oh, come on. Um, um, um... I'm going Bengals. So you got to go to the hot hand. I mean, technically, both teams are hot. You know, both winning playoff games. <laughs> but I just, I'm riding that wave. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not going to su- be surprised if or when Los Angeles wins. Especially yes. at home. Yeah, I'm, I am going with the Rams. Um, solely because I have gotten the last six games wrong. So, uh, yep. Rams. Oh, you mentioned it, now you'll finally get one, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm worried that that's going to happen, uh, but I, I hope not. So, yeah, we're, we're going Rams. I, I kind of want to see Stafford win one, just because, like, even though he was on the Lions forever, like, I mean, it's not like his Lions ever did much damage to the Packers, so... Yeah, I... I don't know. It it should be a good game, though. Hopefully. Don't be yeah, whatever the, and... like, what, 10-7 game was that one year, or 7-3, whatever it was. Awful. But... <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to having a Super Bowl where I don't care what the outcome is truly. I can just watch yeah. a good game, hopefully. Yeah, there's no Brady, so <laughs> no one to root no. against. No uh, offense. Offense. Um, true, true, true. All right, we can hop to questions. Uh, all right. Uh, I mean, Paul. Paul just said, "Surely you're both level-headed and all the success with Bruins." Yep, obviously. Uh, Bailey at B. Morin eleven twenty five uh, asked thoughts on DeBrusque perhaps staying in Boston or do you think it, he could be part of a package for Chikrin or Klingberg? I'm gonna have to have you read that again because I was just laughing at a tweet I just saw. I just sent it to you. I don't know if you saw this already. Oh God! But can you repeat that when you get us? <laughs> uh, well, Ca- uh, Cassie just said it's an upper body injury for Grizzly, so cool. Um, awesome! Awesome! Thank- Oh yeah, no, I yeah, I saw I saw that, yeah. Um for anyone who doesn't know, I think it's Hala in warm up. Uh he's skating and he uh puts a skate down onto a puck, falls backward, his helmet comes off. He he was all he was fine, but it's just so funny. Um Yeah. Actually I'll I'll retweet it. I meant to earlier and then I just didn't. Um. Yeah. But yeah. So the the question was thoughts on DeBrusque perhaps staying in Boston, or do you think it he could be part of a package for Chikrin and Klingberg? He could technically always be a package. That'd be cool. <laughs> it could be helpful. And I mean, from what Sweeney sounds like, they're not gonna just give him away for nothing, which is the right move when you're trying mm-hmm. to salvage, you know, at least one draft pick from your 2015 draft. 
Yeah. I mean, his aura <laughs> looked nice, and then he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Package both uh, DeBrusk and Sendishin. You know, two first-rounders wanting want a trade. <laughs> one of these things is not like the other. Well, technically, neither one of them are much, but... Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think that they could use him as, as like a, to sell him as a bounce back candidate, and then you know use him with a first round pick and a couple other things to get you know a really good player. But I don't know if people are. Uh, I don't know if uh, other NHL general managers will bite. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm just hoping. Oh, like uh, I don't know. It's tough. He looked he looked good when the Bruins were on that win streak, but uh, you know a lot of players did, and now a lot of players don't look good when they're losing. Crazy how that works. Like I, I'm fine with him staying, as long as there's some sort of contribution. Because I mean, frankly, he's better to, he's better in the lineup than Frederick Felino, which isn't saying much based on what's happened this season. Poor but. Steen. Yeah, poor Steen. I don't know how he got pushed out of the lineup when literally two players are out but yeah um next question uh from nathan middleton uh how do you think the bruins will handle the remaining games that marshawn will miss so for context the bruins play ottawa on saturday the rangers on tuesday the 15th the islanders on uh thursday the 17th uh back in Ottawa on the 19th, and then Colorado on Monday the 21st. Those are all the games that Marshawn is out for. Um, oh, God, I forgot. The Rangers are not a good Colorado. team. The Rangers are just Shesterkin and Kreider. Um, so, oh, you're throwing the water on the fire that is the Rangers. Yep. And the Islanders are not a good team. The Sands are not good teams. So, theoretically, the Bruins should be able to win... I will say three games. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say two, like they should win two or three of the next four, and then they're losing to Colorado. So two or three of the next five. They're getting demolished by Colorado. Yeah, they'll get killed. Um, no offense. And then Marshawn's first game back will be uh, the Bruins' first game in Seattle, and then the Bruins have their California road trip. Um, oh God. Yep. So not we'll, miss that. Yeah, I. I mean, hey, the games in San Jose, for some reason, are always on crack. So I can't wait for that one. But, like, that that's, True. that's like, 6-5 overtime win in, like, 2018. Oh when God, when was... Wagner tied the game with what was a blatant, like, I don't know if it was kick or, like, he pushed it in or something like that. Like, it should not have counted, but they counted it. I, yeah. Oh, it was a high stick. It was, like, blatantly a high stick, and they still counted it. He tied the game late and then went to overtime. Yeah, those those games are always fun for some reason. Um, yeah. Hey, that was ni- twenty nineteen. You know what oh, okay. also happened twenty nineteen? Okay. All right, uh, and and the last uh question from my friend Tim. He asked, "Would you rather fight one bear-sized chicken or ten chicken-sized bears?" And I'm gonna take the bear-sized chicken because I don't want to fight any bears. Even if they're tiny, they're gonna yeah yeah they're no, gonna the eat. Bears me. are they're chicken size, so they're still big enough to you know kind of kind of like the size of like a a small medium dog. I yeah, would, they'll just right? take me that down from the ankles. Be, yeah, there's ten of them. Yeah. They they will chew your ankles up. It'll be like a beaver knocking down a tree. It'll go falling down and they'll eat your face. So I'll I'll take the chicken that's a bear size. Got to watch for the beak or the bill. The beak? Uh, one of those two. What's Duck Bill? It's that, Bill. It's it's Bill. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, watch out for that thing, and yeah. you're good. Uh, well. Well. That's all I have. Uh, definitely all I have. Literally right under the hour mark. So I'm going to try to end this uh right at right at an hour. Um. So as always, you know, thank you for listening to everything. Uh stay safe. Wash your hands and all that still. Um and 
Tuka Rask is elite.